Evening ladies and gents, this is episode 34 and we're coming to you live from the same room. We are uh, indeed. So, hopefully it goes well, better than the, the last time we tried that. <laughs> uh, but we were watching a live game and we're not doing that this time. So. The only uh, live game that we're watching is in the, in the SHL. It is, yeah. So we're, we're coming to you hot off the back of a... Uh, breaking our five-game winning streak, uh, which, to be honest, in summary, was a cracking run of results. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, five wins on the bounce, and also six wins out of the last seven. <laughs> which the <laughs> as they like to tell us. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So uh, defeat last night. Can I- Brian was back down to earth a wee bit, but I was obviously it was expected to come sooner rather than later, so can't have too many grumbles. Yeah, so the last time that we uh give it a sec, I'm just moving the microphone, make it more convenient. There we go. Uh last time we recorded we had just come off two wins, first one being against Cardiff in the Challenge Cup and then Belfast the night after on the Saturday but uh, the next game that we've not actually talked about was the debut of Guillaume Doucette and it was in everyone's favourite place Kirkcaldy uh, Fife Ice Arena is isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it ended in a, a 3-2 win for Clan which was good uh, always nice to beat Fife but uh, particularly, I think, in their rink. Yeah, definitely. It was always going to be a a tough game. Uh, notoriously difficult place to go as well, Fife. So. Uh, <coughs> good to get the win in the end. Outshot Fife, 34-27. Uh, I think we were pretty much fairly dominant from that point of view throughout, but uh, in particular, the the second period we got we got uh, the two goals there, but five out shots in that period, so it was a wee bit strange. But um, no, just obviously delighted to to get the win up there, and what turned out to be pretty close in the end. Yeah, and of course, Doucette's first point we got an assist, a secondary assist on Bierum's goal, so good to get his tally going. Um, and I also saw the the debut of Craig Moore for Fife as well, who has gone, I believe, on loan from Cardiff. <laughs> uh, no, Bosman. Looking to get some some more ice time, so I'm sure he'll he'll get that there. He was always a pretty kind of solid player, so I think I think he'll do all right there. But now, as you say, a three two <coughs> win doesn't really matter how they come. But I think from all accounts and seeing the highlights, uh, we kind of deserved that one. So uh, it was onwards and upwards for there, uh, from there. And we then went on to, to beat Sheffield at home 6-3 on Sunday. And you were at that game, so you can give more of a, a perspective than I can, having watched uh, highlights. But um, again, it sounded like a, a cracker of a game. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> it was a really good game. Um, 
with the the Christmas jerseys as well. They all came out the the oh, Christmas yeah, jerseys yeah. and uh, and beanie hats. Yeah, they had the beanie hats as well. It looked quite cool actually. Um, I was trying to get a picture, but it didn't really come out too well. But yeah, obviously you can see online what the what the jerseys were like, and I was hoping that they were going to do the auction after after, after that, that game. But instead, they they saved it for the the Manchester game last night that we couldn't go to. So I think they are definitely among my favourite jerseys. Yeah, no, they really are. Um, um, and the hat as well. The hats are nice. Are they for sale? Those hats. Ah, alright. <laughs> I can't. I saw you ask, so I was kind of <laughs> leading you to that question. Alright, okay. <clears throat> I had asked, and then. So obviously I didn't get a reply, yeah. but I think um, uh, whoever runs the the Twitter account had liked, had liked the tweet, and then unliked it. So I don't right. Because I got I definitely got a notification saying right that that, they that had it was liked, it. and then it just wasn't when you went there. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Did, if, were it, <coughs> I don't know if that means so we don't know it, if they are for sale or not. Mm, I'm not sure. They I must. Think, they must make them. They must be making. I think them. they were. I think they were on sale. Uh, during that game, right. But I couldn't, but like, I couldn't see any, and I wasn't really wanting to hang about after right, it. Yeah, so yeah. I was just fair enough. Um, but that was obviously more important than the game itself. Of course, I. Nah. So, um, so obviously we, one six three, and then um, I Scott here, uh, Ben O'Connor scoring first for Sheffield. And did that definitely not happen? <laughs> uh, actually, I can't tell you. I think it did. I'm sure it did. Did it not? I remember watching the highlights. This is how organised we are. But right. Um, it's no, not, it's, it's fine. It's not even. We've not even got a. Any um, sort of assist or anything. Oh, it oh, yeah, was unassisted. It, it was unassisted. Yeah. Right, okay. I think it was a mistake. Classic. Classic, yeah, a classic plan. So the assist was actually Glasgow clan? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, plenty of those this season. There's, well. a wee, there's a wee uh, trailer on the TV there for Team GVA socket. It made me think of um, wee Brooksy. wonder how he's getting on. Yeah, well, don't know. It's a bit strange, really. Um, I guess uh, going between teams and stuff doesn't really help. Um, when you're wanting to sort of find find a team for the for the rest of the season, um, but he's not really he's not really hit the ground running like sort of <laughs> hit the ground skating <laughs> hit the ground skating wherever he's went. Um, you know it's it's a bit of a shame, but uh, I'm surprised that nobody else is taking a punt on him, picked him up, yeah. Um, but no, sorry, right, so we're, we're <laughs> actually talking about the game. So the first goal was we'll an unassisted yeah. goal from Ben O'Connor. It was, and then... Uh, was that against the runner play? Yeah, I would say so. I think we I think we dominated, um, in particular, that, that first period. Uh, I thought we were playing really well. <coughs> Didn't manage to get the goal when um, Sheffield scored first, but... Just after two minutes, or two minutes after that, um, we equalised through Craig Peacock. Uh, assist from Connolly and Doucette again, so 
Yeah, another point for for Doucette. So that was two and two for him. Pretty decent start. Um, and managed to get another one thirty seconds after that. Uh, we Razzie behind him with that one putting us in front uh, at the end of the first period. So that was uh, quite pleasing to see that we can come back from being a goal down. Uh, you know, if it, if that had happened maybe a couple of months ago, don't don't know if we would have been able to do that. But yeah, and as well, just on that, um, Peacock has really kind of stepped up, certainly in terms of goal scoring. Uh, recently, I believe he's starting to to put a few in, which is good because we definitely needed that. Yeah. Uh, given that we're slightly relying on. Uh, Connolly, Becker, etc. And even Grattan actually, funnily enough. Yeah. Ahead of yeah. the points, so with Doucet mm-hmm. and now and then hopefully Peacock, etc. contributing that that makes a big difference and um, the scoring is definitely more spread out now. Yeah. I think when you when you look at the the scoring sheets, but again the big big scorers that we hoped going into the season are now definitely picking up. Um, especially Becca really Becca and Pitt uh, really really on form at the moment but yeah definitely I think Connolly's kind of maintained that uh, I would say sort of throughout the season but it's, it's good to see uh, Pitt and Becca getting back to their to their old ways and then you've got obviously Bierum chipping in with a few goals recently uh, Peacock as well and uh, just guys like that, Hansen, Dusset getting in amongst the points as well. So, uh, no, it's good to see overall. But yeah, so it was a it was a power play goal at the start of the second period. Yeah, it was for Connolly to go three one up. It was yeah. Yeah, uh, puck comes across. I think he's sort of centered to the to the right of the goal from where we were sitting. Uh, just sort of in front of the blue line and just hits it with well, a one timer and it just rifles into the net it was a really really nice goal uh, so that put us 3-1 uh, one minute into the, the second period um, and then again just a kind of a wee bit of a lapse in concentration but uh, Sheffield pull pull one back through Robert Dowd um, I remember that one from the highlights actually a belter of a shot it's yeah just, it was it's just like straight in the corner <laughs> Keeper no chance, but he can do that. Yeah, he's definitely. Got a great shot. Definitely. Um, um, so that made it three two. Three two, but I didn't feel like we were. Uh, we we weren't still in control of the game. Uh, at that point, um. So then, another four minutes after that. Uh, Matt Becker, made it four two. Um. And I think you said to me as well that yeah, that was a lovely finish was actually. A, a really nice goal, um, assist from Pitt and Stuka. Uh, likewise with Clan's fifth, um, one minute in the third period. Uh, Beck with a goal again, assist from Pitt and Stuka. Yeah, I seem to remember both of those goals were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Beck and Pitt back together with Stupka certainly in that game um, and paying dividends there 
I think he's tried quite a few combinations with those two, including splitting them up, but that's definitely not <laughs> the right thing to do, I don't think. No. Um, and it's now showing that, yeah, they should play together and somebody else rotates with them. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've quite found the absolute Hammond yet to the two of them, but... No. Uh, I think it certainly makes whoever's there certainly makes them better and it's just trying to find mm-hmm. the combination whether it's Connolly or Hansen or even Stutka there so mm-hmm. um, but having them scoring as we said is is the main thing and then only five minutes after that that goal in the third period Jordan Owens scores to make it 5-3 uh, and then it's Letting the opposition team back in it card being pl- placed firmly on the ta- on the table again. A uh, we assist for the returning John Armstrong, and then O'Connor who just seems to score all the time. Whenever yeah. I see him, uh, well, obviously two there. He scored last Sheffield game I was at. Um, since coming back, he's made a huge difference for them. I think. Uh, yeah, albeit they're still not as high up the league as they'd want but hmm. since he's come in he's just showing what, what they missed so um, that made it 5-4 with about 15 well slightly less than 15 minutes to go uh, was think, it a, was it nervy at that point? yeah I think at that point that was when I was <laughs> that's when I was feeling out of control well I mean can see the two goals in the space of 43 seconds isn't good uh, we got that goal at the start of the, the start of the third uh, as I said so that kind of settled the nerves a wee bit but if we hadn't got that and we're going we're going level there uh, with Sheffield but we managed to uh, keep cool after that and, and then eventually I think um, it was just kind of more relief than anything but Cornley's second of the night was just can I? That was just incredible. <laughs> it really was. Uh, just sad jukes his way in and out. I think it was Martinelli. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Didn't know where he was coming or going. Yeah. Uh, and Conley can do that. Obviously, we've seen, we've seen him do that throughout the season. Uh, so it was a lovely finish, and I think that sort of settled the the nerves a wee bit. It was quite a lot. Of, uh, just kind of minor penalties. It seemed to be like Mar- Martinelli and Josh Pitt. Um, both both those guys obviously sort of long, long hair, <laughs> beardy guys. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I think there the, was a woman sitting next to us. It was sort of getting confused with what one. Really. Just like there he's again. Right. There he's okay, going in again. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Forty four and forty six as well, I think. So quite similar yeah. numbers. Um, I know it was kind of like football though was that where you're kind of like Sam made that challenge again he's made that challenge again. <laughs> he's still he's, not he's booked. been booked but he's, yeah. he's just not sending them off and so talking about that the crowd was the crowd quite good that's the impression I got obviously yeah. picking up because of the, the results and that's what we said would happen I know that's quite obvious but um, mm-hmm. I know what do you know is what the attendance figure was or whatever uh, I, can, Not really. 
look quite good from game sheet. But it certainly the, the atmosphere was quite good and the crowd are more into it, I think. And that's Yeah. It says there oh it says in the game sheet it says uh, attendance was two thousand nine hundred and two. Right. That's certainly a good So uh, two thousand seven hundred more than it was in the first leg of the Challenge <laughs> Cup. <laughs> I mean you've you've seen the pictures. I think we've probably all seen the yeah. pictures from that. Yeah. Definitely wasn't the figure that they announced was there, but um, just shows you we actually got through that tie as well. Maybe that's the secret. Yeah, yeah. just a select group of VIP fans should go to every home game. Maybe next yeah. time we play Manchester at home, we can just have nobody there. Yeah, but no. So that that was another good win. And Sheffield seemed to be a team that we not comfortable, but do perform quite well against at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, match up well against them uh, and certainly that hasn't really been the case in the past um, but yeah so 6-3 again starting to score a lot of goals and that took us into uh, Wednesday Wednesday night where we travelled down to Manchester Boxing Day and uh, I've not got any stats of what our past Boxing Day performances are like but just the fixtures in general you never really know how how the team's going to perform depending on what their Christmas pudding was like I guess but in the end eh, another good win which was I think was that the fifth fifth win in a row I believe Um, 5-3 in Manchester Eh, again a lot of goals outshooting the opponent and more points for our ex-Manchester contingent so they'll have enjoyed that one especially certainly two there for Pitt um, a couple of assists for Becca so uh, I didn't get to see that one in the webcast but uh, from all accounts I think we deserved that one as well so that was us well and truly on our roll Rolling turkey. Just what you want after Christmas. Yep. First period especially. Looking at that, 17 shots to 7 in the first period. Yeah. For a road team, that's quite unusual. Uh, outshot in the second, but in general, those second period lapses have kind of disappeared a bit mm. by the looks of it. Uh, in terms of being... You know, really heavily outplayed. That was a theme earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, but Scott Pitt opening the scoring there. All right, mate. Assists. How you doing? That's that's the crowd <laughs> finally turned up uh, for the live recording. But Pitt opening the scoring assists. Stupcan Becker. So those three playing together again, uh, and then Connolly at it again. Another wee assist for Doucette and Peacock so that that was three assists and three for the set and then um, that's exactly what you want from him looking forward to his first actual goal yeah yeah definitely uh, got another assist again later on that in that game actually so he did Conley's second as well so uh, yeah he's I mean in the Sheffield game I don't think he he didn't particularly stand out I don't think but 
Um, I think he's still kind of getting up to speed and stuff. Uh, getting to know the the way the team plays and yeah. lines and stuff. So I mean, he's obviously new to the team, but if he's he's coming in, and he's providing assists and stuff, and uh, it's a definitely a good start. And I don't think it'll be too long before we see his first goal. Yeah, well, we wonder too he was going to be playing with, um, and at the moment uh, he's been put on with uh, Connolly and Peacock. So that that's an interesting line. Peacock's starting to produce a bit more, obviously with better players, which is one thing we'd also kind of suggested to get more out of Peacock. Is it that do you put him up up on one of the top lines, yeah. uh, even though he started. Went through that quite hot period with Hansen and uh, who was the other one in that line? Urazi. Bierum, yeah. So two two lines there that are starting to really click and that's good. Um, albeit Manchester got uh, a couple of power play goals there. Uh, is the penalty kill... <laughs> starting to become a bit more of a concern again I need to check <coughs> need to check the stats but I'm sure we conceded uh, five a couple of goals five penalty kills so yeah a couple Manchester of goals scored two or five uh, was one of the, the was, goals the reason why I was laughing was because Manchester didn't take any penalties at all during the game Um, so there was no no power play for us but uh, now Clamour on the penalty kill five times and conceded twice um, to Chris Auger and uh, Poulin Poulin get a couple of points actually seems to seems to like playing against us yeah. Yeah. it's just be one of those types of characters but I noticed uh, Evan Richardson as well he's been on the on the score sheet quite a bit for uh, for Manchester as well Lately, he seems to be settling in. Yeah, I mean, in the second period there, uh, they get that goal back to make it two one. Stupka with a, a, quite a rare goal, nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to make it three one to us. Long, who, as we'll talk about in a minute, is, uh, certainly knows how to score big goals against us, but. He scored to make it three two. And then, uh, at that point, you're thinking this is. Uh, could probably go either way, given that Manchester dominated that second period in terms of shots. Mm-hmm. But then, Connolly again, the main man. Start of the third period makes it four two. Uh, then that pull angle we talk about for four three, uh, but Pitt Pitt rounds it off with an empty net goal. So Manchester's one of those teams now that we're playing well down there, but not so well uh, at home, and that's yeah, kind of surprising strange. given the way the the conditions sort of work in terms of what I'd think would be their favour, but. Um, mm. In the end, as we always say, quite a tough place to go. So we'll take that five three and a win any any way it it comes. And at that point, certainly the table was looking 
And it is still looking really good, but given that we had games in hand, we were sort of sneaking up on Guildford, um, etc. So, mm. yeah. yeah, you kind of wanted to keep that momentum going, but yeah, uh, obviously wasn't to be last night. <coughs> um, no, the return, the return, like bit of a difficult game, kind of scrappy, it, it would seem, uh, judging by the kind of updates and stuff from Twitter that we were getting. But yep, Manchester came up to Brayhead for the return leg uh, last night and skated away with a, a 4-3 win and from all accounts uh, we were the best team but just the difference was uh, goaltending and some clinical finishing in front of the net and that, that's what it looked like from the highlights as well uh, yeah. 3-3 with a few seconds to go and we take a penalty, Connolly, unfortunately. Um, it's hard to really criticise, but he has got that... Uh, yeah. That sort of hot-headed nature, but that is what you know you're getting, so I'm not... It's, it's just the timing of it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be taking that, from all accounts, a, a kind of retaliation from somebody holding the stick, but... Uh, that is that is not the sort of time you want to be taking penalties and then conceding with three seconds to go is just disgusting. <laughs> I know. It's just uh, there's been a few of them so far this year. Um yeah, three seconds is just absolute nonsense really. Uh and yeah, as as a a bit disappointing, um, as you say, Cornley taking uh, <coughs> does tend to take daft penalties at uh, daft times, but um, you could argue that we wouldn't be in that situation if he wasn't scoring the goals. So um, you don't want to be, I mean, you don't want to be too critical, but it's just sort of knowing when to keep the head and stuff. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, just just having a look, uh, statistics wise for the forwards, Mister Byers. Is uh, well out on top with 140 penalty minutes. Connolly in sixth place though with 54. Um, mm. So, I mean, that is just, just part of his game. You look at uh, the points that he's got in 26 games, he's got 32 points. So, it's basically, he's basically getting averaging a, a minor penalty a game at the moment almost, which doesn't sound that bad given his points return but it's the timing uh, yeah. in that case and you, you've you got to think I'm sure he, he probably feels bad about it but um, again two goals in the game uh, Manchester actually took the lead Evan Richardson who scored twice on the night against as we equalised a power play goal when we saw the highlights there just not long ago and it was a lovely wee tic-tac-toe play I think <laughs> you could describe it as yeah uh, to equalise no goals in the first period even though we we had outshot them and I think Jin pulled off a couple of really good saves and that maybe is the difference that if you go in there to the, the first break a couple of goals up then you're more comfortable but as you said, they take the lead 
Connell equalises only 23 seconds after Long then puts Manchester ahead Connolly again equalises so it seemed to be a game where you're trading blows and uh, no team could really take control of the score sheet yeah um, just one of those games really we never got out in front at any point and I wonder if that was maybe just uh, the deciding factor in the end I feel like we've got a, that sort of kind of winning mentality almost where if, if we're out in front um, I think we can be difficult to beat now so uh, I wonder if that sort of came into it a wee bit but but yeah, I mean, as we've as we've said before, you know, losing that goal with three seconds left is just absolutely. <laughs> sick. It's just absolutely. Sick. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I wasn't there to see it actually. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'd have been pretty disappointed. Um. But as it is, a uh, two two going into the third period, and you think, well, given the momentum we've had in the last few games, we might just manage to come through it, but. Manchester the spanner in the works Evan Richardson again uh, puts them 3-2 up Peacock equalises with just under 10 minutes left uh, and then the, the Connolly penalty and 3 seconds to go as we've said Kieran Long scores um, a couple of I guess now that we've kind of covered the our games <laughs> a couple of a uh, concerns that people had brought one of them was Joel Rumpel again um, a couple of goals there maybe some less than ideal rebounds but I didn't think uh, there was much you could do about a couple of those goals and um, we just kind of said in general that the, the keeper is just a position that we don't really seem to get as well nailed down in the recruitment side of things as other teams do yeah um, and I wonder again if that's just down to the budget um, if other teams will allocate um, a sort of bigger budget to their, to to their the than. but you think that the keeper should be one of the first yeah the first names it's still for me I think well obviously the most important but mm-hmm. you see uh, the other teams in the league they've all got really good goalies now and um, I mean would I go as far as to say we had the weakest keeper potentially and the stats are uh, not far off proving that the difference between the best keepers and the worst keepers in the league is is quite considerable as well um, but even you look at teams down at the bottom like Milton Keynes they've got a guy like Patrick Clean who is still at a 0.925 save percentage and if you put a, put a guy like him I think in our team we'd be I don't know how many points Yeah, better off you know it's just the the <coughs> saves at the time or the rebound control and stuff so I don't like being too critical of the keeper but we've never I don't think we've ever really had a keeper that we've thought this guy's going to win us games. Yeah. As far as I remember for... Other than maybe Kyle Jones. For a while, yeah. For um, probably when when he first came in. Uh, I would say that he he probably did win us a a few games. But 
Yeah. But with mm. this, the league being the standard that it is now. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not saying Kyle Jones wasn't a good keeper, but I think. No, no. I the, the, I, the league was not how it is now, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I agree with You that. look at Bess Gravani, for, for example, he is the top goalie in the league by quite a considerable distance. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and, we even um, saw that. We even saw that last year when he was with Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, the games he wasn't playing, they were conceding eight, nine, ten goals. <laughs> the games that he was playing, all right, they were conceding three or four. But yeah, he's de- he's making those big saves. Yeah. Uh, and I thought maybe he would have been a good fit for us as well. But again, it's just yeah, it's it's, it's time where you're, uh, obviously we've got the new coach coming in and stuff, and you obviously you obviously have his own players that you want to bring in and stuff, but. Yeah, and it's just how how the budget works and how what the priorities are. So yeah. we'll see what happens next season. But I think that has been a few years where we have not had one of the best goalies in the league, and I think we need yeah to have yeah for one um, to be up there in the sort of top. Yeah, because we've certainly got some of the best forwards. Yeah, uh, I, was, I don't think there's any doubt. I, I think if anything, the the position that we are weakest is goalkeeper in defence so mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day it's it's points points that the, a really good goalie would give us that I think would push us right on um, mm-hmm. although obviously there's, there's a good few goals that Rumpel can do nothing about but yeah, um, and he, he has got it in him to make genuinely world class saves at times but yeah. just not as often and I don't think he's as solid as as the rest of them. So, yeah, I mean that's it. It's just you've seen, we've seen saves that he's made that have just been unbelievable at times. Uh, and then there's obviously there's games like uh, down in Nottingham where he's conceding three and and five shots or whatever it is. So it's yeah. Yeah, obviously short-handed that, as well. Short-handed, <laughs> obviously that. that yeah, that's that's not really his fault, do I? That doesn't look that doesn't look well, but um, uh, I I don't think he's been I don't think he's been terrible by any stretch, but no, uh, it's just yeah, as you say, it's just kind of yeah. To to be fair, guy. actually, having said that, like you look at Chris Holt for the criticism he got, mm-hmm. he was probably the best goalie that we've had. I think Interesting. I think I think it was <laughs> stats wise as well I'm sure I'll need to have a look at this <laughs> uh, and well well we think about uh, we still want people to listen to this <laughs> well we think about uh, the other team's results I'm going to look up Chris Holt's stats <laughs> but um, right okay no, I, I think he was probably after Jones uh, the best goalie that we've had but that's maybe that's good that's opening some uh, some avenues for debate um, definitely well I mean I can he had 2.71 goals against uh, goals per game average and a 0.913 save percentage um, ok he didn't, he didn't play a full season but I think um, I think he was a obviously a a good keeper and of course we had the, the Champions League that season as well so uh, yeah. that perhaps didn't start people's opinions off 
as well as they might have given we conceded 10 or whatever it was against Vecco in the first first game but I don't think many yeah. goalies could have done much about that but no I, I like Holt um, as a goalie yeah no I mean I liked him as well but it just uh, obviously he was going going mental before games and stuff but <laughs> yeah uh, like that yeah so you told last year Ryan Nye as well I don't think he quite got the maybe some of the praise that he deserved but yeah I wonder how well he would do in, in this team actually yeah I um, think he would I think he would certainly be um, or his stats would look a bit better yeah so I think he certainly as good as Rumpel yeah if not better yeah um, I would probably say better at this point yeah but uh, even like Zaykovsky uh, as well remember him yeah <laughs> uh, just about he nah he didn't really convince me at any point <laughs> nah nah I would agree he didn't <laughs> yeah. I was not not really his biggest fan uh, and then but Fullerton that was the first time we saw Fullerton in the league and mm. he didn't convince either I don't think nah that clan really but he's gone on to show that he's a very good keeper in this league yeah uh, and but I think it I think it shows as well that if you have uh two keepers that you can sort of you can swap in and out. Yeah. Um maybe we'll look to do that next year. I mean I still I still think we could we could play Russell a lot more than he gets played. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> don't get <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> we don't don't want to sign that keeper. Um I think Russell could play a lot more than he does. Uh, he's yeah. one of those guys that never really does badly when he goes in so except pre-season games obviously. except pre-season games yeah pre-season how but I mean he's he doesn't get as much time is that something he's going to look to I just don't think Pete Russell sees Rumpel as an issue as such <clears throat> uh, and he's not really but no, I think he's he's obviously disappointed by the way that he's been conceding some goals and stuff. But yeah, no, I agree with you. So, I think as well. Uh, I wonder if it's just, um, because obviously that's you've had Finnerty, uh, John Tripp, and now Pete Russell, and uh, I think like on on the whole they've been a bit sort of like they don't really want to play. Uh, Gary Russell as much so yeah well, I don't know if mm-hmm. that's just something about seeing him seeing him in training and stuff like that but um, so I mean, I mean I'm not sure I, I would like, I wouldn't have any yeah but any you are right that, that is a few three coaches now who maybe he's, maybe he just annoys people in training <laughs> yeah maybe I mean, he's I'm, just I'm too seeing... much of a police officer in training <laughs> I'm not saying that, uh, you know, John Tripp was a good coach or anything like that, but I'm just, yeah, that's I just that is like a few, yeah. three, and I think like Finnerty did play him sometimes. Uh, not during his last season with us, but uh, seasons before that, he he had them playing some games, but um, you just worry if it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but you look at. I was also going to say, is it that the coaches we've had have recruited 
have been bad at recruiting keepers. <laughs> but I'm not oh, really said, sure that obviously Finnerty yeah. Finnerty not really yet, and then has also recruited Matt Jin, so I don't think it's he's think necessarily got a bad eye for a keeper. You've got Ryan Nye, who I think was a pretty good keeper, but had an absolutely shocking team in front of him. <laughs> uh, and then Pete Russell last Fair year right, had uh, Mika Vickman, didn't he, at Milton Keynes? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he had somebody else as well, but... Yeah, see, again, I think they did have two. I think they had two that they kind of swapped between last year. Yeah. So then you sort of wonder why why he doesn't have that this season or is it just sort of down to um, is it down to Pete Russell or is it down to whoever does the <coughs> the sort of finance side of things and uh, whether it's better off just having the one sort of starter but then I don't think that Joel Rumpel was I don't think he was a sort of out and out starter no he wasn't his last team so that makes a difference as well I, I just think yeah if uh, what might happen is next year they think right we need a good keeper and they forget about forwards or something like that but <laughs> I'd like to think we can retain a core of players for next year I'm thinking your your pits and bakers this time yeah uh, and yeah. actually have a sort of foundation of a team Connolly as well Um mm-hmm depending on what kind of offers and stuff these guys get but I think we've got to be consistent between seasons but obviously we're only halfway through and we're right. already talking about <laughs> that kind of stuff um, but yeah we, we might as well just round up the goalie chat uh, I yeah. think we just have a record of not having the best goalies and I don't really know why that is but mm-hmm. um it's it's something that we need to to try and try and sort out because it, it's it'd be harsh to say it's costing us points but I think we can do better basically is the way to the way to summarise it yeah I agree um, I just just noticing there back on the <coughs> Manchester game that Becker got a 10 minute abusive official at the end, I think maybe unhappy with the call on Connolly, so um, see what happens. Uh, well, I was going to say see what happens there. Nothing will happen. They just get a second <laughs> penalty minute. So um, yeah, but yeah, we'll quickly rattle through will we the scores and the the other games that we've not yeah covered before we look ahead. Uh, so last time out we recorded and the next game was Milton Keynes Cardiff Cardiff winning 3-0 there uh, fairly comfortable I know you'd have picked Cardiff anyway oh, yeah. given that you picked them in, in every game I've got to um, good win for Manchester in Belfast in a shootout yeah. uh, in the first of a a double header um, quite surprising there that Belfast dropped a point to be honest but they came back the next night with a quite convincing 4-0 win so mm. um, to be fair to Manchester 
a split series there, I guess you could say. Um, good result for them, and they're kind of picking up slightly, but still not really managing to be anywhere near as consistent as they were last year, other than at Brehead Arena. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, I think they would have been delighted with that. Uh, getting two points from a from a difficult place to go and get points, so. Um, <clears throat> no, a good a good shout win on on the Friday, and then obviously Saturday didn't play as well, but um, still took two points down the road, so that's uh, obviously good for them. That'll give them a wee bit of a boost as well. Yep, a uh, Cardiff's weekend. Uh, it was a a pair of four twos, and they've um, really started to to find form again on the Saturday twenty second. They won 4-2 at home to Dundee and then Sunday they went to Guildford and won 4-2 and that's Guildford certainly a, a difficult place to go but Cardiff now as it is back on top of the league and uh, potentially over the hill from the wee blip that they've had recently. Yeah, I think maybe um, given that there's no, there's no more games in hand now and they're, uh, they're back on top that'll maybe give them a bit of confidence as well. Going forward, but I don't think um, you know, other teams sort of fear them as much now. I don't think there's. Nah, they've not got that same. They've not got the aura, the fear factor, fear no. factor it into Brayhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've definitely not got it, but certainly picking up. Um, Dundee with that loss to Cardiff, eh, and then a defeat three 0 at home to Nottingham. So no points for them that weekend. A. Eh, Disappointing for were man Pasha, but um, they also had a Nottingham winning six two at home to Milton on Saturday. So Nottingham pushing on again. They always uh, have been that team. I know we always basically talk about it every week, but they seem to go from shite to brilliant <laughs> uh, in the space of in the space of one week from strength to shape yeah and again convincing their nine goals over two games so yeah <laughs> it is funny that though like when they when they're on form they're really on form yeah. and they'll score six or seven goals but yeah guys like uh, Alex Gupto that they've got I think is the top goal scorer in the league yeah so um, Milton themselves having a bit of a tough time of it of late but they did get a, a really impressive shootout win in Coventry a 5-4 in the end and they kind of just seem to pick up the odd win every so often now to keep them almost Set in touch keeping them relevant in the league uh, but I mean it's they're still quite a way off though. I think they're uh, 5 points back on Manchester but then <coughs> But then Manchester are picking up points and stuff, so yeah, yeah, it's difficult. But they're still sort of keeping in touch, just about. Yeah, and beating Coventry, who are the sort of one of the teams near them as well. Um, yeah. Those are the games they need to win. But you just at the moment don't really see them being able to pick up enough wins to keep in touch, as such. Yeah. Uh, but you never know. Um, elsewhere Sheffield 
won 3-2 at home to Guildford the night before uh, we played them and uh, we also had uh, well that's it actually flat weekend isn't it yeah and then yeah. it was on a boxing day yeah on a boxing day yeah. I'll let you fire through these no worries we'll get uh, Nottingham at home against Sheffield first of the double header there um, Sheffield win 3-2 in, in a shootout uh, I think Sheffield have kind of got got their number a wee bit um, yeah they definitely do yeah and then the game uh, last night was on free sports uh, Sheffield beat Nottingham 5-3 in the end so uh, four points for Sheffield that'll, that takes them above us actually in the league uh, two, two impressive crowds there as well from all accounts I'm sure I heard there oh, was 9,000 at the yeah that's huge the really, Fly yeah. DSA or whatever Sheffield's just called <laughs> yeah yeah and no that's big and especially for the TV game that that's going to look good I think yeah oh, definitely Um, I wonder if um, maybe other TV outlets or whatever will maybe <laughs> Look at that. Pick that up. Well, they should be. Really. Nine nine thousand is a nine thousand is more than you'd get at a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. These TV outlets, so yeah, definitely not. Maybe not more than what you'd get at uh, Brayhead Shopping Centre two days before Christmas, but no, uh, that's true. But certainly more than you get in the first leg of the quarter final. Against Cardiff at Brayhead Arena. <laughs> that is Only by a few hundred. Definitely. Uh, other games on Boxing Day. Uh, Coventry were a surprise. Uh, victory over Cardiff 4 3. Um, Milton Keynes narrowly losing to Guildford 1 0. You just don't really see 1 0, do you? No, no. It's very strange when it comes up. But uh, one thing's for sure, though. You can be guaranteed that. It's going to be one of Cruz Reddick or John Dunbar that's getting points there, and I think in that case it was it was it was Kelly Ackerman. <laughs> John Dunbar did get an assist though, so I'm just pointing that out. Uh, and then finally, Dundee winning five four against Fife. That's a huge two points for Dundee there. Yeah, they they had to be back to back there against Fife. They did, yeah. Uh, last night losing 3-0 in, in Fife but uh, definitely a, a good win uh, for Dundee on, on Boxing Day uh, just yeah. quickly rounding off the other games I think we we set a potential record there in that game for quickest ejection of the season uh, Carlo Finucci I believe it was uh, only two two and a half minutes into <coughs> the game there good start uh, a wee call for slashing and then a, a game misconduct I don't know if that was uh, what's he said there yeah as a, as you know was it a, something he said or was it for was it for the action I don't know but um, yeah, oh no actually hold on yeah it was he got a five minute major for slashing and then Oh, right. He's obviously, yeah, said, he's obviously said severe. something there, but yeah, that's uh, 
quite big because I'm sure they've got a Shaber and Blood off out injured at the moment. Uh, so Finucci as a result of that I'm sure so I got a two game ban so uh, he will miss miss a couple of games and if you've got those two out injured that's that's big but they did manage to win 3-0 against Dundee with those three out I believe yeah yeah um, so it just shows you really hot and cold Fife yeah they are really difficult to to read at times but um just quickly running through the other games, Cardiff <coughs> managing to beat Coventry, um, six two in, in that return game. Actually, I just noticed that all of these are return games, or sort of two leg affairs. Uh, Guildford won again six three against Milton Keynes. Uh, Few more goals that time. Guaranteed John Dunbar, Cruz Reddick. Uh, yeah, run I mean, the yeah, sheet there. Obviously, I'm going to check it because it's. Uh, because I need to. John Dunbar did get a goal. Uh, Cruz Reddick did not get a goal. Did but he get a point though? He did get a point. Yeah. Just the one though. Interesting. Slipping up a wee bit. I believe, is he actually the top? I think he's still the top point scorer. Top point scorer. And I think John Dunbar's second, maybe now. Yes, that's correct. Cruz Reddick, 42 points in 30 games. John Dunbar. 41 so uh, like 33 assists or something yeah like. yeah yeah. you can see why they go well together because yeah. Reddick's got 17 goals Dunbar mm. only 8 goals but 33 assists so um, yeah I mean that's that's a dangerous team as we know uh, some real real quality point scorers and I think it's not they've not dropped off at all no. Those those guys. Um if anything got better, so um Yeah, definitely. Just as the the elite league ice hockey comes on the telly and we see Joe Rumpel conceding <laughs> a goal, so <laughs> nothing really seems to change. Uh, yeah, you you'd mentioned that Sheffield won five three, didn't you? Yeah. Last night in the T V game, so I mean currently. The game yeah. we're on just now between Belfast and Milton Keynes. It's 4-0 to Belfast uh, at the end of the second. I think that was a <coughs> fairly easy one to predict, I would say. Yeah. Um, Milton Keynes only really seemed to beat Coventry, so. <laughs> <laughs> or Cardiff. Coventry or Cardiff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, game's coming up this weekend. It's obviously slightly different because... Skewed. Skewed to fuck. Yeah, it is, yeah. sorted the... The five games facing off at midnight. Seem to have. Seem to be have. some yeah, reasonable times. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just go through them first. Obviously, the, the Glasgow uh, Glasgow claims. <laughs> um, where we go to Belfast tomorrow. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not that confident about that one. Uh, well, I was confident last time we played. Uh, Fife and Sheffield but not feeling as confident I think Belfast <clears throat> just a bit a bit different although we have performed pretty well against them when we've played them uh, but is, is this going to be our first first trip to Belfast <sighs> this year not sure 
Nah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they'll, they'll be wanting to, to remain top of the league and uh, probably extend the lead against uh, over Cardiff. So, I mean, I'm saying that, but obviously I think they'll beat Milton Keynes given that it's 4-0. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, they'll be looking to sort of extend that at the top of the league, but I don't know. I feel like if Manchester can go there and get a shootout one, then maybe we can go and get one. But that's just me being yeah very it, optimistic. I, I suppose at, at the moment I can see us winning. Like you, you wouldn't be surprised if we won every. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean every game we play till the end of the season, but any given game, uh-huh. you're not surprised at the moment if we win. No, just because we've shown that we can. I I just don't actually see it, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, it's as I said, it wouldn't surprise me. But nah, for me, Belfast there. Um, yeah, I'll probably I'll take Belfast as well, but I maybe maybe take them to overtime. Yeah, we've we've then got our last game of the year, uh, on Monday, and that's a a two p.m. face off. So. It will still be light for a bit uh, when we when we face Fife, and that's a game that I'm quite looking forward to both going to I think, yeah, uh, and I reckon that that's a pretty big game, and I think we'll, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll beat them, we'll beat them. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll beat win them in regulation. Yeah, I think we'll beat them. Um, Although I'm sure it'll be quite a big crowd. Yeah, I think it's close to being a sellout. As far as I know. Yeah, and the flyers and the shopping chance will be in full force. Is <laughs> that any other chance? So yeah, give them something, I guess. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to that again. Two p.m. Uh, face off for that one. So quite enjoy a, an early face off. Uh, once in a while, so that would be good as well. Um, just quickly run through the other games in making. Yep. Uh. Or you want to do, sorry, we could do Clan Away at Dundee on Wednesday. On Wednesday the 2nd. Because who mm. knows when we're going to record next? Yeah, well, we're going to win that game. Yeah, I think we're going to win that we're game. We're going to win that game as well. <laughs> Casual, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Low Dundee. Dundee's pretty good. We've kind of struggled a wee bit against Dundee at times. Uh, and they're. I think Dundee are much better at home. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think these are the games that we've got to be winning. Although I say that about every game, but when we play Cardiff, I don't say these are the games we've got to be winning. Um, <laughs> no. But, I, I, yeah, I think let's beat Dundee, let's beat Fife and start to... Yeah. I was actually about to mention the conference there. Hey, I don't even know how that's... That's looking, but I reckon that. I think it's just it's just looking, how the league table's looking without every other team that's in the conference. I think. Well, yeah, but I just mean. Let's see, we're five five behind, five behind five, two and games in hand. Sure. I wasn't sure if that's how they were, that's how they were doing. Yes, see this this is a this is a worthwhile discussion, because it definitely has changed. Oh, has it? Well, no. Did all right, you know so, how this yeah. so this is the same as it is 
I thought you meant it changed back. This is the same as it is in the NHL. Yeah. Where your conference record is just, you know, you don't have the concept of a conference <clears throat> game. Uh huh. Whereas that definitely was the case <laughs> last year, was it not? Yeah. It has been for a good number yeah. of years, haven't So, obviously, I hadn't realised that when they'd kind of done this, they'd moved completely to that model, so fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why initially I, I'd been confused looking at it, but they've essentially completely done away with it then. Yeah. In terms of, in terms of a definitely. thing, so fair enough, but looks like it. as a standing... We're five points behind Fife, mm. having played two games left. So, uh, yeah, it, it would be nice to. We need to, be the top out of those three. It's not even. <laughs> it's not even up for debate. Nah, right? no, no, we should be. Given that Fife have been, probably better than us the last. Couple of years. Yeah. Certainly last year. Certainly last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Right, but so yeah, Dundee, Dundee will win that. I'll go away to Dundee and win. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Uh, so I will just run through the other games. And we can give our predictions as we as we go. Um, so a couple of games on Saturday. We've got Coventry at home to Nottingham. Nottingham winning. Yep, I'll take Nottingham there as well. Uh, Sheffield at home to Manchester. Sheffield winning comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> Comfortably? Yes. Alright, okay. Comfortably, yeah. Uh, let's go. I'm going to take Manchester. Okay. Um, I think that is an interesting. Found a wee bit of form shit. away from home recently. Maybe, yeah. Um, good result against us as well. Uh, yeah, and we beat Sheffield, so that means therefore. Sheffield, so therefore, Manchester Storm are going to win the World Cup. Yep. Uh, couple of games on Sunday as well Guildford at home to Cardiff your boys against yeah. the team that I've the team no that, so you pick, pick against so you pick Cardiff I'm going Cardiff uh, I don't know Guildford are kind of again they've they've gone from that pretty strong start to being a wee bit unpredictable mm-hmm. um, but with that kind of firepower you can never really rule them out but I think Cardiff are going to just be slightly too good I think Cardiff when they need to to go to places like that seem to find results Yeah. whereas we and other teams um, kind of seem to play to go for strengths but I think the real top teams, you know, like Belfast and Cardiff, seem to go there and be able to neutralise them more. Mm-hmm. So I think Cardiff will win that. Just <laughs> having a look at Just it, as unbelievable the goal. come on the TV. Uh, Two goals, actually. The one before that was... Yeah, so th- this is the, the Challenge Cup second leg. Uh, from Going from looking as though we could play 10 hours and not score against Bounds... <laughs> We're just scoring from all angles there. Uh, Twice from literally behind, behind the net. net yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I think Cardiff they are going to win in Guildford. All right. Um, Belfast, I hope to Dundee. 
Belfast. Belfast, comfortably. And uh, that one for me. Another game on, on Hogmanay. Uh, 4pm, face-off. Nottingham at home to Coventry. Home win. Yep, home win. I agree. Uh, my boys, Coventry, are <laughs> no longer my boys, unfortunately. Uh, don't know what's happened to them. Did have that good period. They were playing well. Uh, yeah. Doing I mean, really well, actually. They were. Um, they're certainly slipping down. They do have a few games in hand over Dundee just above them, but... Um, they just they seem to be struggling a bit at the moment, um, and you can't really be losing to Milton. <laughs> you just can't be. Nah, nah, no, I know. Um, a couple of games on New Year's Day as well. I've got Cardiff at home to Guildford. They'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, they will. Um, guys have been out <laughs> out at midnight. Hey. Uh, Nah, to be fair, they'll probably have absolutely no New Year if you're playing then. So, Cardiff will win that one, though. Yep, agreed. Uh, Manchester at home to Sheffield. The return of that game. That'll be feisty. I'm, th- I'm, be I'm feisty. thinking a lot of penalty minutes there. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield. I picked Sheffield a lot. I've just realised I picked you Sheffield do, yeah. a lot. But... I mean, but yeah, I'm going to continue. I think yeah. Sheffield will win. I'm going Sheffield as well for that one. Uh, and then just to finish off on uh, the Wednesday, we've got Fife at home to Milton. Fife. Yeah, Flyers won that one for me. And Nottingham at home to Guildford. Guildford? I'm going to go Guildford as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just that seems to be the next time we're not team we're going to have it. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. That's their next kind of dodgy fixture. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. They tend to next. go against them, so. It's interesting that the, the, well, they're getting a bit more parity in terms of games played in the league, but Nottingham have played four more games than four Belfast more. and Cardiff. Uh, and we've actually played the fewest, only 28, so. Yeah. If if we were to win those three, uh, we would be up to well above five, assuming they didn't win, but um it just shows you we we can be we can certainly push on from here with another few wins. And even if we'd we'd have taken a, a point there mm. to Manchester. Um We'd have been above Sheffield, I think. Uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but um, yeah, now at a point five five four win percentage. So, um, if you just rearrange the table by that, we would officially be in fifth, uh, which is better yeah. than where we were a few games ago. So things starting to look up. Yeah, definitely. Um, just looking at that as well, goals. Goals against for us. Uh, not looking too shabby. So, again, I just uh, it goes back to the the point that we were making about goaltenders and stuff. So, um, but goals scored, uh, a wee bit less than the teams above us. But yeah, 
Uh, I think recently that's slowly starting to turn, yeah. turn around a bit. So I think we it basically can... shows that when we lose, we get pumped. <laughs> And yeah. when we win, we win quite narrowly, so... Yeah. But, who cares? We'll yep. take two points as, as and when they come. Uh, have we got anything else to discuss, hockey-wise? don't think so. Other than, hopefully, we get those beanie hats on sale. That's it. Um, and some of the jerseys are not sold. But I don't know how we'll find that out, so... True, I mean, yeah. Who knows, really? We need to just hope for the best uh, when we go on Monday. Um, yeah, well, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Try and find out for them. Um, if anybody's listening that, that works and, and knows if there's any, <laughs> going to give us a shout. Keep yeah. two beanies aside for us, right? Two jerseys and two beanies. <laughs> I'll take Pitt. And I'll take, uh, I'll take, if you've got one for Jeff Smith, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> if you made one for Jeff Smith, a game worn Jeff Smith jersey. Um, so what do you want? Do you want to round off by talking a bit about the the upcoming small football fixture? We can do, aye. Just a brief, a brief gloss over. Yeah. Um, of course, there is a a huge game on tomorrow now. Eh. Uh, when um, St Johnson travel to the D, <laughs> three o'clock. Nah, so old firm game, the first one at Ibrox, isn't it? This season. Yeah, well, yeah. There only yeah, are yeah. A couple, but a uh, as it is, Celtic sitting top with a game in hand. I think, on just off the top of my head, memory wise, a. Uh, yeah, three points, three points clear. But I, 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 to be honest, I can't see anything other than another Celtic win. But hey, uh, how many old firms is that that they've won in a row? Uh, 12? Well, they've drawn what? a couple of in, in there as well. So um, that stat doesn't doesn't look as good. But um, definitely, I mean, un- undefeated in the last. I think 11 or 12. Right, yeah. Yeah, now, so... <coughs> is the fact that it's at Ibrox going to make a difference? Yeah, uh, I think it could. Maybe with the, the ticket allocation thing as well, so... Um, Celtic fans have um, only been given, I think it's 750 tickets or something like that. Yeah. So I think what what normally uh, up the away section at Ibrox would be, um, that's a small wee corner, Uh just, so I mean, just watching the TV here and doing the podcast at the same time, just watching Climey getting involved uh, with Nicky Forrick. Um, but no, <coughs> I think it'll be probably the toughest uh, of the old firm games yet. Um, from do a, you? From a Celtic point of view, yeah, yeah I do. Okay. I do. Right. Um, okay. And that could be down to the the fan aspect and uh, you know just that's uh, I don't think the team's been playing as well as um, they have done in the past sort of thing and I guess you could you could have said that at the start of the season they do seem to pick up just in time for old firm games though yeah um, 
the game during the week there. Uh, I didn't actually see it, but uh, you know you could have seen them losing that maybe a couple of weeks ago. But uh, was it Sinclair got hat trick? Sinclair four three was it? Yeah, four three. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's the kind of form you want going into this, and then obviously Rangers dropping points at home to Hibs. Um, mm. What's the story with player availability? Is Christie was playing, wasn't he? And Edward, both available. Yeah, as as far as I know, um, Christie, Christie started the game, and uh, and Edward came off the bench. Right. Uh, so later on, and so would you expect him to start then? Both of them to start. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh huh. And I think they will. I think. Um, obviously not having Tom Rogic. Uh, available for Celtic as well. It's that it's going to be a, a big loss for. Yeah, for he does game. like to perform in old firm games. Yeah, not necessarily anywhere else, but <laughs> just. <laughs> I knew that was going to be said. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like at times he can be so lazy, Rogic, but he's obviously got yeah, that ability. Yeah, but he can find an net in an old firm game. Yeah, yeah, he can turn it on. And then uh, Yeah, so no, nah, I, I think. I think it'll be quite a tight game maybe but I just think Celtic will win it it's probably 2-0 3-0 potentially oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously happily take take any result um, and, it, and it's well given the, the state of the table it's it's pretty important I think it's fair to say so um, yeah interesting to see what happens but for me I, I just think they're still still too good I mean Rangers relying at the moment heavily on Morelos so yeah, I suppose part of it comes down to how well Celtic managed to deal with him so yeah, I think if you, you neutralise him then you're certainly have on the front foot you know have dealt well with him in, in previous games but he's always a threat I think there's, yeah. there's no denying that um, and yeah he does miss um, some clear cut chances at times but he's he always gets himself into positions where uh, he can be he can be really dangerous so um, that's obviously the, the main threat uh, against Celtic and obviously conceding three goals against Aberdeen's not ideal but yeah, um, yeah. I think because we had um, Boyata coming back in that game as well so uh, that was his first game back from injury so right so is he going to start or is? Well, I think I think if he's fit, then he will start. Yeah. Um. Although. Uh, Benkovic and and Simunovic have been, or had been playing well together, but um, you just worry sometimes about Simunovic in the, in the sort of bigger games. But yeah. Uh, no, I think if if Boyata's fit, he'll go. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Uh, just quickly then. Well, actually, what's your prediction score wise? <laughs> I'm not gonna give you a score. I'll say that I'll say that Celtic will win narrowly. Okay, so he's going two one because I'll because I always he's going one nil or two one. He's not going three two. No. Uh, Dundee St Johnson games elsewhere. Uh, I mean, actually, the Saints. Saints for to me. be fair, yeah, yeah, I think St Johnson are strong favourites. There, Dundee not doing well 
even though I kind of thought they were picking up a bit but mm. um, Hamilton Motherwell draw from you yeah another derby game uh, yep Motherwell you know are, are the better team there but for some reason against Hamilton they just seem to fall to pieces uh, yeah they need Louis Moult back in there he <laughs> used to score a lot against Hamilton Louis Moult and uh, Michael Higdon yeah uh, Lionel Ainsworth or whoever else but uh, I don't know I've got a I've got a feeling that Hamilton are going to win that right okay interesting so I'm going to pick that's a kind of out there prediction that's yeah uh, Kelly St Mirren is just going to be a home win yep uh, Olivia Aberdeen Aberdeen for me it's going to be an Aberdeen win yep and Edinburgh Derby have five Hibs Hearts Hearts are going to win that Hearts are going to win yep yeah um, for no reason other than for absolutely no reason actually <laughs> for absolutely no reason uh, I'm going to say score draw alright okay we Desmond Oof. interesting N- is Naismith back uh, I think he, I th- he played at the weekend right, okay. played. I think he makes a difference to them so yeah but yeah um, okay and, I, and actually all the games there are on on Saturday so that's us for that that's it uh, I think we're all good for this week that was quite a quite, lot covered quite a lot covered yeah a lot to cover we talked for ages about shite about probably when we listen to this back yeah it'll be terrible but it's a good <laughs> laugh so that's, a, um, that's amazing and I, I, I saw actually during the week a comment where somebody had mentioned that they didn't hear some of the Guildford players talked about quite a lot well <laughs> yeah and we'd we'd said that they obviously hadn't listened to us and as is the case again this really should be a Guildford podcast <laughs> <laughs> they are talked about a lot do they have a podcast? I uh, don't know we should maybe get in touch with them and say fire it could be the official uh, Guildford Flames podcast <laughs> even though I've never been there in my life and I've seen them <laughs> once uh, yeah exactly but I would do anything for a team that has that kind of commentary on the highlights so. <laughs> Um, yeah no all good um, that was good we will join you on the airwaves next time but we'll see you next year for now yeah this is the last one for a year uh, for <laughs> now hopefully continue or start the winning streak up again and uh, no better way than to beat five. so catch you next time folks uh, good night see you later